let's talk about getting in the mood. That's right, the mood. You know, when you want to get intimate or perhaps after you've already gotten intimate, be it by yourself or with a partner, there is something you need to have on your nightstand and that's Mod. Mod is redefining what sexual wellness and modern intimacy looks like. They are creating this whole new chapter in the outdated sexual wellness industry. Mod makes modern body safe and high quality essentials for before, during, and after sex. They have a whole variety of products like vibrators, lubricants, and condoms. Their products are absolutely beautiful with a lot of attention paid to design, sustainability, and simplicity. Basically, if sexual wellness had a name, it would be Mod. Honestly, these are products you want to be seen in your bedroom instead of hiding them. They will take you places you have never been before. And guess what? You are all getting a treat from Mod. As a partner, Mod is giving $5 off your first order on all products with the code Renegade. Head over to getmod.com, use Renegade as your promo code. That's getmod.com and use Renegade to get $5 off your first order. Enjoy the mood setting. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal. The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's Over a hundred of the most powerful people in the world are meeting behind closed doors right now in Washington, D.C. Wow, the media scrum for this must be immense. Number of legacy media reports about the Bilderberg Group meeting. And it's zero. Bankers, kings, corporate moguls, heads of state, military leaders, billionaires, all in one hotel for three days with zero press scrutiny. Oh, but nothing important goes on there. Their conversations don't have any bearing on world events. Yeah, just like if over a hundred of the globe's top soccer players and their agents and their managers and officials from governing bodies all got together for a clandestine confab. It wouldn't have any bearing on the game of soccer, none whatsoever. Just like the Bilderberg meeting in 2002, where they decided that the Iraq war would be delayed until 2003. Lo and behold, it happened. Just like when Etienne Davin on brag that Bilderberg helped create the Euro single currency. Lo and behold, it happened. Just like when Bilderberg discussed the imminent 2008 financial collapse before... Lo and behold, it happened. Blair, Clinton and Merkel were all groomed for top office at Bilderberg meetings. Lo and behold, it happened. In 2010, former NATO Secretary General and Bilderberg attendee Willie Clace admitted that Bilderberg attendees are mandated to implement policy decisions that are formulated during the meeting. But yeah, it's just a pointless talking shop. So pointless that while conflict in Ukraine rages, Bilderberg attendees this year comprise a literal council of war. The head of NATO, head of the CIA, head of US National Security Council, head of US Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. And the limited bullet point agenda they publicly released states they'll be discussing Ukraine. You'd think that would interest CNN, the New York Times and the rest. No. Would it interest The Economist or The Financial Times? They should know their editor-in-chief and chief foreign affairs commentator are both there at the meeting. Also at the Confab, the chair and our CEOs of Shell, BP, Total, Pfizer, UBS, AXA, KKR, Volvo, GlaxoSmithKline and of course Goldman Sachs International. Big Tech is also represented across the board. Google, Facebook, Microsoft. One new face is Labour MP David Lammy, who bills himself as a champion of the poor and the underprivileged 
privileged while conspiring in secret with some of the most privileged people on the planet. Oh, Lammy's not giving them a dressing down. He's taking his orders. Speculation on Twitter is that the meeting is taking place at the Mandarin Hotel in DC. Roads are blocked off with suggestions they're claiming the government of Hong Kong booked out the entire hotel until the 6th of June as an obvious excuse. Bilderberg operates under Chatham House rules, which means none of the participants are allowed to reveal any comments made during the conference. Not that they'll be under any pressure to do so, since our much-vaunted fourth estate is more interested in Kim Kardashian talking about eating poop. Democracy dies in darkness. All right, folks, that is the latest by one Paul Joseph Watson. You can find and share that video at band.video. It's funny you brought up uh, David Lammy. I think David Lammy was the guy I just saw coincidentally yesterday. I was watching a YouTube video of him appearing on a uh, British quiz show and knowing literally nothing. <laughs> he was asked, uh, who are the, what was the last name of uh, Marie, the you know, nuclear physicist? And he was like, uh, Antoinette? <laughs> It's like, oh, and these are the people running our running our entire world. He thinks Marie Antoinette was a nuclear physicist. Okay, all right, great, cool, good, good. That's, that's very good. And he was, and he was asked, who, uh, who was the king after Henry VIII? And his guess was Henry VII. Yeah, after Henry VIII comes Henry VII. Of course, it was Edward the something, who cares? But the point is that uh, these people rule over us. These are the people that... The Bilderbergers put in charge complete and total incompetence because they're uh, easy to to push around. They're easy to get to do what you want them to do. So the Bilderberg meeting, the secret government, the world shadow elite are meeting as we speak in Washington, D.C. and, uh, you know, setting the uh, agenda for the next year. Mainstream media is not reporting on it. But we'll do our best to figure out what's going on on the inside. Lots of news to cover today, including the ongoing collapse at our border. Your phone calls and more. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. It is indeed a spiritual battle for humanity's future. We wage here behind enemy lines. Coming to you live from Austin, Texas. This is Infowars.com, band.video. Lots of stuff to talk about. I'm going to be taking your calls throughout the show today. We've had just some fantastic callers the last couple of shows, so we're going to keep that uh, train rolling. I'm going to ask once again that if you've been on the show before, Hold off a little bit, and we'll uh, take newer callers. Yesterday, I think every single phone line was taken up by somebody that uh, we hear from uh, pretty often, which isn't a bad thing. We've got a lot of really fantastic regular callers that we, of course, love hearing from, but we got to give the other folks an opportunity. Not everybody has our number on speed dial. Some of you clearly do, (laughs) so we'll open up the phone lines uh, a little bit later. But let's begin today, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. Oh, 
something's happening behind the scenes. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 7th of June, 2022. Largest migrant caravan in Tapachula, Mexico, departs towards the United States border. This after the month of May saw the largest migrant apprehension numbers since the Clinton era with 22,000 people arrested at the border. Now a migrant caravan of up to 1,200 people has left Tapachula, Mexico on June 6th to make their way to the United States southern border. According to Oscar L. Blue, a reporter from Border News Network, uh, Border Network News rather, the caravan leader uh, Ireneo Mahuca claims that 3,000 children are included in this caravan. Isn't it amazing that we know their names? It's like we know who's leading it. We know who's organizing it. We know who's paying for it. It's the UN. Uh, and we just, we can't do anything to stop it. We can't halt them in their progress through Mexico. We can't cut off their funding being robbed from American taxpayers. We can't stop them. Once they're at the border, this is, uh, what number is this? Remember at the beginning of Trump's presidency when the very concept of a caravan was like outrageous for months People wouldn't even believe that there was such a thing as a caravan. They literally thought it was just like something Trump made up. They would keep being like, this caravan coming north that Trump thinks is happening. And there's just like video of just tens of thousands of people being like, yes, we're in a caravan. Yes, we're going to America. If they try to stop us, we will tear down their border and force our way in. Uh, Remember when it was all imaginary? Remember Remember being told that? Remember when they lied to you about that? How many have there been since then? I've lost count. It's probably the 10th one so far. Just a massive organized effort funded by your tax dollars, funded by the likes of George Soros and other non-governmental organizations paying for these people to come from wherever, you know, Africa, South America, Chile, Paraguay. Who, Who knows where they're coming from? Who knows what their intentions are? Who knows? Somebody does. They all do. We all do. We all know exactly who they are and where they're coming from. We could stop them quite easily, but we don't because, well, the people that run our country are facilitating and contributing to the total invasion of our nation. It is beyond description at this point how openly our own government is subverting our nation. It's truly wild. Really kind of kind of unique in uh, world history. You have to go all the way back to, uh, you know, the collapse of Rome to see how this turned out. Are we going to get help from Mexico? Well, probably not. As our next story, Mexican president snubs Biden's invite to the summit of the Americas. Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador will not attend the Summit of Americas later this week. He confirmed Monday the event is hosted by President Joe Biden and will in part focus on the migration crisis. Lopez Lopez Obrador previously threatened to boycott the event if the Biden administration excluded Cuba, Venezuela and Nicaragua, according to Reuters. Shortly after the administration confirmed the three governments would not be on the invite list, Lopez uh, Obrador announced his plans to officially skip the event. The Mexican president specifically cited Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua's exclusion as his reason, according to the Associated Press. There cannot be a summit if all countries are not invited, he said. That's not how this works, but okay, according to the AP. Or there can be one, but that is to continue with all the politics of interventionism. Lopez Obrador plans to send his foreign minister instead, NBC News reported. Still, the Mexican president's decision is a blow to Biden's goal behind hosting the uh, summit. Of course, 
This is uh, it's just the new this is just the new world. America's just a giant joke, and we're led by somebody who doesn't even have leverage over what has traditionally been our our greatest allies. I think in this month alone, Biden has been stubbed by Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Israel. Just nobody cares what this guy has to say. Nobody cares about trying to appease him because they know there's nothing's going to happen. They're literally sending hundreds of thousands of people across our border in an endless wave of invasion while simultaneously making just billions of dollars off human and drug trafficking. And they're doing it with the cooperation of the Biden presidency. You would think that Biden would be able to go, all right, well, if you don't want to participate with us, then we're going to shut you down. You can play ball with us. Or you can be at the receiving end of American frustrations. But, of course, that's not going to happen. So they uh, send the old middle finger up to Joe Biden, and he goes and uh, bumbles off back to the beach in Delaware to, uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what they get into? Just a bunch of really lewd jokes flashed in my head at the uh, thought of what Hunter Biden and his dad Joe are getting up to on the beach. But uh, I don't think it's... uh, Worth saying this early in the morning. So we're going to move on. Proud Boys charged with sedition in capital attack. It's not immediately clear what evidence led to the new charges, but the indictment underscored the central role played by the Proud Boys in the effort to forestall President Donald J. Trump's defeat and oppose the lawful transfer of presidential powers by force by storming the Capitol. So, yes, folks, this just did. This just did. More complete nonsense bullcrap by the Democrats. Yes, they're using the judicial branch of the government to destroy their political enemies. Yes, this is the death of a nation. We are in a communist overthrow of our entire uh, civilization. Does Antifa get anything done to them? We've got a, a nationwide country spanning network of terrorists murdering people in the street and setting buildings on fire. And they refuse to even acknowledge that the group exists. Meanwhile, the Proud Boys, the group formed in direct opposition to Antifa because the police were not doing anything to stop Antifa. A bunch of conservatives said, well, if they're going to attack us, then we're not just going to be victims. We're going to fight back against them. And of course, they became uh, domestic terrorists immediately and immediately uh, were disbanded and had the federal government uh, arrest all of their leaders. I I don't know how much more clear the government can make it. You are the enemy. And if you attempt to organize any opposition to their brown shirt, shirt, uh, black shirt, foot soldiers destroying your nation from the inside, uh, then you will be placed on the domestic terrorism list. And of course, this is highly coordinated with the uh, January 6th show trial they're about to air on uh, primetime news network. This is the very independent judiciary just happening to charge the Proud Boys uh, at the very time that the January 6th committee is saying that, oh, we we found out even more about Donald Trump. It's, It's more than incitement, folks. That's what they're saying. It's not just incitement. Of course, he didn't even incite anybody, so it's that's kind of a weird way to phrase it. But uh, there you go. Yes, they are continuing to grasp onto January 6th since – I know I've already said the word literally a whole, a whole bunch in this uh, segment, but I'm really trying to make this clear. Literally nothing the Democrats have done has had any positive impact for the American people. 
I don't mean just like, well, they can't do anything right. No, no, no. Literally everything from the Afghanistan collapse to the the lockdowns and shutdowns and uh, to the vaccine mandates, to the economy, to the border. I, I mean, just absolutely every single thing the Democrats could point to as a result of their policies is unmitigated disaster. So, of course, what they're doing is reaching back into the past and trying desperately to wave the the carrot and stick of January 6th, essentially saying, look, if you vote for the Republicans, you're you're a terrorist. You're not a terrorist, are you? Vote for Democrats or else you might get a knock on the door by the FBI. I think I'm exaggerating. The Internet and talk radio are on fire with the slogan, Alex Jones was right. People ask, what's it like to be vindicated? Well, it's actually a very sick feeling because I knew this was coming. I tried to stop it. And now everything I've talked about is going to become more important than ever because the globalists aren't hiding it anymore in policy reports and documents. It's now out in the open. Klaus Schwab said last week that they rule the earth. The Bilderberg Group founded Davos Group. So now the fight's out in the open. They're making their move because they know they're behind schedule. We're going to win this thing. God's watching. The children are counting on us. I just want to thank the viewers and listeners for your word of mouth and your prayer and your financial support because without you, InfoWars would not be here. So I want you to really internalize the fact that you are the InfoWar and you are the reason humanity has a fighting chance. So I want to thank you and salute you again for all you've done and ask you now to redouble your efforts. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back folks finishing up the story here uh, the daily dispatch rather just reading over this uh, new york times article about proud boys charged with sedition and capital attack i mean i just hate i just hate having to live through this i just hate having to uh hear this crap it'd be so much better be 100 years in the future so we could look back and go, how did Americans fall for this? How did – you know, like how we look back to the, the Nazis now. How did all of Germany come under the sway of this madman Hitler? How can we explain it and, and work it out? It's, it's worse having to live through it and sitting here going, we're not falling for it. None of us are falling for this. It's clearly political machinations by the Democratic Party to arrest and destroy the – you know, powerful right-wing groups. It's really not that complicated. It's really not that 
convoluted. There was no big seditious plot. Everything these guys did was just like out in the open, completely in public. It's not a coincidence that the leaders of the Walk Away movement and the Proud Boys and every other major right-wing organization uh, got arrested because of January 6th, even when they didn't commit any violence, never went into the building, actually were actively telling people not to go in the building, Oath Keepers, right? They, again, it's, it's really not that complicated. If you could just shed all of the the nonsense bullcrap that is uh, shielding these lies. Uh, it, it's really not that complicated. Again, fast forward 100 years and you look back and you go, okay, there was, after, you know, a year of massive riots, tens of thousands of people tearing down buildings and statues and just causing horrific chaos and thousands of deaths and all this sort of stuff. Uh, the The only action the government takes is against... A peaceful protest on January 6th where not only not a single officer was severely injured or killed, but in fact five of the protesters were. Five protesters gunned down or beaten to death by police officers during this peaceful protest. Not a single police officer died during it or I would say was even severely injured. You had a couple with like bumps on their heads. Oh dear, so sad. And then the and then the United States government rounds up the leaders of the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, the Walk Away movement. Desperately tried to arrest Roger Stone and Alex Jones, who barely escaped by the skin of their teeth by recognizing the setup that's happening. It's not that common. You, you, you think this is this is the government acting decently? You think this is them just uh, actually confronting a serious threat of sedition? No, they're rounding up, arresting, and dismantling dissident opposition. Forces. I mean, we're supposed to be a democracy. We're supposed to be a republic. We're supposed to have free speech. We're supposed to allow. We'd be allowed to oppose the government in its actions. That's quite perfectly explains why our country was founded in the first place. Uh, but we are in the process of moving away from that type of situation. Where now, if you are a effective dissident leader who you know can actually organize people to oppose the government through elections or through demonstrations, then you'll likely be put in a concrete box with a fluorescent light that never turns off, and you'll have to sit there for a couple years before they get around to uh, charging you, and maybe you get you know beaten half to death by the guards in the meantime. It's, it's gulag. It's, you know, we're, we're going through a communist takeover right now. You know, it's, it's very painful having to sit here and witness it take place. And this is, the, this is the thing, you know, we were getting in conversations with callers yesterday about like boomers and about like, well, do people actually realize? And sure, if you go up to people on the street and you're like, hey, you know, uh, our government's kind of evil, they might be like, yeah, man, they're kind of messed up. Yeah. It's like, no, do you, do you not realize that if you oppose the government now, they will send armed agents to kick your door down and they'll put you in solitary confinement for a year even when even when you have done nothing wrong when you've not broken a single law you get that and if you try to oppose them and actually be like wait you can't arrest me i haven't done anything wrong and try to fight back then they'll just slaughter you and probably your whole family waco style like you get where we're going with this you get why just being aware that this is happening is not enough and most people are not aware this is happening most people if you ask them about the proud boys they'll be like oh you mean that terrorist group you mean that terrorist group that commits terrorism, that's seditious and tried to overthrow the government? 
<laughs> you, you don't think people believe that? Of course they believe that. They're stupid. They're dumb. They're leading us down the path of uh, total destruction. So I guess we deserve it. I guess we just deserve what's happening to us. I guess the message is uh, being read loud and clear. If you oppose the government, you'll have your life destroyed. You'll have your reputation slandered in the mainstream media. You'll be uh, utterly uh, dismantled by the United States government. And that action will be celebrated by the media and the people uh, who vote for the tyrants. It's pretty horrific, but it's true. And we'll get into it a little bit later. In fact, here's the uh, next story in our Daily Dispatch. January 6 hearings give Democrats a chance to recast midterm message. The select committee investigating the attack made up of seven Democrats and two Republicans say it has uh, it has approached its work in a sober, apolitical manner and will present its findings as such. But it's clear the hearings having uh, coming five months before the midterm elections in which Democrats are bracing for big losses carry high political stakes. And the amazing thing is, if you go on Twitter or something, you'll see there's one tweet that was pretty popular of people saying, you know, if I was if I was a Democrat, I'd be pretty uncomfortable. You know, if I was on the January 6th hearing, I would be uncomfortable with the way that they're phrasing this because I would want it to look like we weren't weaponizing the judiciary against our political enemies. But clearly that's what they're doing. Then you have people. You know, underneath that responding, just being like, that has nothing to do with this. They're they're doing their duty. They're upholding safety. And it's just like, you don't believe that, though, do you, Cheney? You think this is this is Dick Cheney's daughter. You get that right. You you understand who these people are and just how utterly corrupt they are. I, I really don't get how people are tricked into thinking that this deeply partisan group who has been given the capability of just politically prosecuting their their enemies in the united states government or just regular citizens who speak out against them and yet people have this concept that no they're they're guided only by this moral good and this ethical belief that the country was nearly overthrown and they're doing all the right things to stand up against these terrorists like you don't actually believe that do you i don't think they believe it uh, I don't know because but both options are terrible. Either they are actually that stupid. These are actual cult members who when you tell them, hey, Jim Jones is going to make you drink Kool-Aid that has poison in it. They're like, I don't think so. OK, no, he's a good man that loves us all. It's just like, OK, moron, you're about to be murdered, but good luck with that. Hope you have fun being a slave before your slave master does you in. Like enjoy what you've made of yourself. Uh but I don't know if it's if it's stupidity or if they just they're perfectly aware, and I think that's actually the more likely scenario. Is that they're perfectly aware that Democrats are simply using this fabricated excuse to weaponize the judiciary and destroy the very concept of democracy or republic in this country, and they don't care because they think it's their side uh, that's doing it. They think it's their side that's winning, and so they're going to pretend like, oh no, it's just it's strictly you know they're just following the letter of the law they have to they don't even want to do it but they they have to out of an obligation to their responsibility come on you don't buy that you're lying to yourself you're lying to us they're lying to us and you're helping them do it they're destroying the the whole country Final story here. Nigeria church attack killed 22 and injured 50, officials said. That's about as much coverage as... ...or pump gas, or whether you're a farmer, a rancher, a doctor, a lawyer, or a millionaire. Fortune and Money Magazine have all done these profiles. You see it every year. 30 different tax returns, 30 different answers. 50 different tax returns, 50 different answers. 
and almost all of them just screw you over, especially the big firms and, and, and the big tax groups, because they're part of the system and they don't want the general public understanding this and knowing this. So it's a very important situation with inflation and all the things out there hurting everybody to be able to do things tax-wise that's legal and lawful that allows you to keep more of your money. We wouldn't even be here if I hadn't gotten great tax advice in the last few years. The only way you fail is not writing down the URL, jonestaxrelief.com, one word, jonestaxrelief.com, or call 833-900-4285. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines nice and early this morning. If you want to give us a call, the number to dial 1 789 2539. That's 1 789 2539. We'll be taking your calls. All day today, if you're a new caller, we will give you the priority. So if you've never been on the air before, give us a call, and we'll make sure you don't stay on hold for too long. Just uh, really incredible incredible developments in the world today. Uh, new Hunter Biden images and um, videos showing just the absolute depth of his depravity. Not a peep from the mainstream media about this. I mean, it's really, uh, it's really kind of wild. Talking about the January 6th uh, event, of course. January 6th hearings give Democrats a chance to recast the midterm message. That's the headline from the New York Times. The select committee investigating the attack made up of seven Democrats and two Republicans says it has approached its work in a sober, apolitical manner and will present its findings as such. Of course they are. If you can – if there's one name that brings to mind the phrase apolitical, sober, trustworthy, it's Cheney, isn't it? There's one face that inspires trust and goodwill. It's it's Jamie Raskins. I'll tell you. It's just incredible. The hope among Democrats is that the committee's finding collected from 1,000 witnesses and over 140,000 documents will do most of the messaging for them. Representative Jamie Raskin, Democrat of Maryland and member of the committee, has promised the hearings will blow the roof off the House. Oh my God, we're going to hear such incredible news, revelations about the peaceful protest in which five of the Republican protesters were murdered by police. It'll be shocking. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they. They murdered a woman by shooting her in the chest from three feet away without a warning shot when she posed no threat to anybody and had previously uh, been trying to stop her fellow protesters from uh, doing damage. They they shot her right in the chest, right in the neck, and uh, no investigation into it, no oversight, 
you know, board determining was this the right thing to do? Was this justified? No, instead they they pinned a medal on the on the murderer and gave him an interview where he he sobbed and said that he was the victim and he was celebrated like a like a celebrity. He's also the guy who was the first one to go up and tell everybody to evacuate the capital, not because of the protest that was happening, but because of the bombs that were planted that nobody even talks about anymore. That was the uh, initial initial impetus into uh, evacuating the the Capitol building. Look at this; these these guys came and break a window. They they should have taken lessons from Black Lives Matter. I mean, that image right there, that shot right of just the the hand with the gun around the corner. It's like it's like. Uh, it's like that scene in Who Killed Roger Rabbit, right? Just the, the, just the hands creeping out from around the corner with a gun to shoot a young woman and a 14-year Air Force veteran in the neck, killing her. And then you celebrate the guy. That was just one of them. Of course, four other protesters died that day. It's just crazy. Just really makes you wish you had a time machine. You go back in time and... Just tell Trump, right, in 2016, just like Trump. Hey, Trump, hey, old Trumpy boy, you got to you gotta bring the hammer. You got to be all the things they say you are. All the things they claim you are, the tyranny, the, the uh, oppression, authoritarianism. You got to understand, Trump, after four years of you doing absolutely nothing to justify their outrageous behavior, they're going to turn around and start arresting your supporters by the hundreds for no reason when they didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I, I hope we're just learning this lesson now. We knew it at the time. We're frustrated at the time. Trump's inaction, inability to uh, get anything done. And it sucks, you know? It's like, I, I would rather not live in a world where you know, the two sides, you get into your office and you just start immediately trying to persecute your political opponents. Kind of sounds like hell to me. Going back and forth, persecution, persecution, each one ramping it up higher and higher until we're on full on just like Holocaust, putting your enemies in camps and burning them alive kind of uh, situation. But But that's what we're headed towards. I guess the situation we're in now, it's like, okay, either... The left is just going to do that, and we're not going to do anything, or we're going to have to fight back just as hard and just remind them, you started it. Sorry, you started it, you know. But, I mean, the Republicans in office now aren't going to do anything about this, right? They're going to allow their constituents to be rounded up and thrown in prison if they attempt to I don't know, protest at a school board meeting. The FBI will kick down their door and haul away a you know single mother for daring to stand up and speak out during public comment time at a public meeting. And then they're going to get into office and be like, we'll show the Democrats how to really govern. We're not going to do anything like that. We're not going to punish them at all. We're not going to hold a single committee meeting. We're not going to go after them in the slightest. And we'll show them what it means to be a true government. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're just like sharpening their knives. Just like, oh, yeah, oh, that's how real governments act. That's how real, uh, 
you know, Democrats, uh, democracies evolved. That's nice. Isn't that interesting? I mean, look back at what they said just last week about gun control measures. We had three examples, right? We had Joe Biden once again for the like fourth time in his presidency saying the phrase, like all freedoms the government gives you, the Second Amendment is not absolute. Like all of the freedoms, like the free speech and the freedom to live and the freedom of prosperity and to go make your own money and to you know be unadulterated by the imposition of your governments, all of these are just temporary. They're here while they're useful to us, but as soon as they become a hindrance, we'll do away with them. I was Joe Biden saying that, that and then you had the other congressman, Democratic congressman, saying – Literally, don't come at me with that constitutional rights BS. Your constitutional rights are BS, according to these people. And then you had the, the other guy saying who thought that uh, semi-automatic means automatic. Like he doesn't even know terms of, for guns that he's trying to ban. But he says, you know, if, if you stop with the filibuster, we'll get rid of the filibuster. And if the Supreme Court overthrows it, then we'll pack the Supreme Court. I mean <laughs> – he literally said that. He said that out loud. And the Democrat or the Republicans are just going to go, uh, well, that's not nice to say, actually. Actually, it's nice to say. And we demand corporate tax cuts. Great. No, we're saved. No, our country's saved. Thank you for the corporate tax cuts. It saved our country from the invasion and the collapse and the food shortages and the mental health issues. And the murders, and the suicides, and the crime rates, and the fentanyl, and the poisoning, and the hundreds of thousands dead, and the opioid addictions carried out by corporations, and the vaccines killing people, and the COVID that was released from the lab. Now you did it, but no, corporate tax cuts, that's what we need. That's, that's the highest goal, highest priority of all of us. If you just get those corporate tax cuts a little bit longer, a little bit lower, a little bit, you know, less pressure on the corporations... And maybe we'll have the, uh, you know, Norman Rockwell life that uh, America once created, crafted, and uh, became the most powerful country on the world, basically. I, I don't know. I don't know. The only option now, I can't say it or else I'll be arrested as a terrorist. You get it, right? Freeworldoutlet.com. That is a very important URL for InfoWars supporters that want to get great products and save massively. FreeWorldOutlet.com is an amazing organization that we have partnered with who is helping us purchase more product into the future so they can sell our products at a greater discount than you'll normally find at InfoWarsStore.com. FreeWorldOutlet.com is amazing. We're partnered with them. And things like DNA Force Plus that have been sold out at InfoWars Store is available there. Things like X2 being sold at full price, 40% off at FreeWorldOutlet.com and so much more. Here's some of the others. Knockout Sleep Support, 50% off. Brain Force Plus, 50% off. Ultimate Bone Broth, 50% off. And so many other specials you won't find anywhere else but FreeWorldOutlet.com. FreeWorldOutlet.com and keep InfoWars in the air while getting great products. The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. 
Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. I want to... You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Yes, we are entering into the televised show trial phase of the communist takeover with the January 6th hearings. Yeah, their, their hearings to be aired on primetime television. And it's all being uh, fabricated and created as a spectacle, organized with uh, media professionals to convince the American people that uh, Republicans are, are a, a dangerous group of cult members. bent on, on overthrowing the American democracy and our representative government. Of course. They have retained an experienced television executive to ensure that ha- uh, that happens, to ensure that happens, to ensure that uh, people are watching this. They've organized scores of watch parties across the country in hopes of generating interest, but they're facing an onslaught from Republicans who are bent on denying, downplaying, and obfuscating the truth of what happened in their own messaging operation aimed at discrediting the inquiry. I mean, is this any different than a, than a Pravda article about a show trial, right? The People's Committee on Truth is you know, trying all of the, the, the dangerous kulaks who are hell-bent on discrediting this inquiry. No, you, are, you have impaneled a political witch hunt, and you're now going to televise the results of it in an attempt to Get all the messaging on point. People can uh, run with this. I, I mean, it's, it's seriously just so exhausting. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Democrats are up against the reality that the raw emotions in the aftermath of the attack have faded, even among voters who care about the facts. As attention has turned to an ongoing war in Ukraine, gun violence at home, and a deep pessimism about the state of economy, sort of revealing why they're desperate to try to. Uh, tell people once again that Democrats are ter- Republicans are terrorists. They're terrorists. Remember, they're terrorists. Sure, you might want to vote for them because of our bungling of Afghanistan and our bungling of Ukraine and our bungling of the crime raid and our bungling of the border. Sure, everything we're doing is is undeniable evidence of why we should never be voted into office. But are you a terrorist? But do you want the terrorists to win? You're either with us or against us. You either are fully on board with our persecution of political enemies or you're a terrorist. Can we scare you that way? Can, can we frighten you into voting for us? I mean, my God. 
so ridiculous. Ex-ABC News president is advising Nancy Pelosi's one uh, six committee primetime hearings. ABC and CBS have already announced they'll interrupt summer reruns for live coverage of the Democrat-loaded House January 6 hearing. But is it a hearing? Mike Allen of Axios reports the uh, committed the committee has turned to a renowned former network news executive to hone a mountain of explosive material into a captivating multimedia presentation for a primetime hearing Thursday. Full-on American Pravda, a master documentary storyteller who ran Good Morning America and Nightline has joined the committee, James Goldston, as an unannounced advisor. Goldston grew up in England and went to Oxford before joining ABC alongside Martin Bashir in 2004. He just left ABC in March. By the way, he was the guy that shut down the explosive revelations about Jeffrey Epstein uh, early on when you had that uh, Project Veritas video of the ABC Reporter going, I had all of this years ago. I had all of this stories about Jeffrey Epstein. We could have stopped little girls from being raped. But when I took it to my executive, they buried the story and refused to allow me to uh, report on it. That's the guy. That's the guy who's now going to be advising the Democrats because they're all satanic pedophiles and they're all in a giant cabal. And they're, they're now putting on a Hollywood show to convince everybody to vote for them because not voting for them makes you a terrorist. I don't know. Maybe maybe the 2024 elections won't even happen. Maybe it'll just be, you know, decided that the Republican Party is a terrorist. If you vote for them, you're a terrorist. Casting your vote for somebody they disagree with makes you a terrorist and you'll be arrested for doing so. So go out and vote. You're allowed to vote for whoever you want. Just know that you'll be on a list and you'll be getting a knock on your door to make sure you're uh, not a subversive element if you uh, vote for the wrong people. But vote for whoever you want. But just know that, you know, one side's terrorist and you'll be punished for daring to give them uh, political cover. All right, let's just go out to uh, the phone calls now. Marcus in Ohio. Oh, this is Marcus in Ohio. He's called in for five more conspiracy theory. Tell you what, hold on, Marcus, since I said we go to some new callers first. We'll do that in the first five of the next hour. Let's go to Justin in California. He wants to talk about our country being under judgment. Thanks for calling in, Justin. You're on the air. Hi, how you doing? Good, thanks. You sound a little low, though, if you can uh, make sure you're not on speakerphone. All right, let me get off. Thank you. So Justin in California says uh, our country is under judgment. Yep, I can hear you fine. Justin, go ahead. Yeah, so I was just reading my Bible. I'm a Bible-believing Christian, and uh, there's so many verses concerning being ruled by evil people. And, um, I mean, it's countless how many verses there are. And... I believe that we are under God's judgment because we as a nation, not you as an individual, not me as an individual, but we as a people, as the United States, you know, uh, we haven't done what we need to do. You know, we've allowed since, what, the 60s, uh, the abortion, the Roe v. Wade, or whatever, whenever that came into play, mm-hmm. you know, we've allowed God to be taken out of the schools. We've done this, not you as an individual, but we as a people. And I believe what we're seeing is we're being, God is allowing evil to run our country because we haven't fought like we should fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm talking to myself also, you know, how many rallies have I gone to? How many, what have I done? You know, and I can look in the mirror and I can say, hey, I haven't done what I'm supposed to do. You know, 
and I could I could look at myself and I could say, hey, I'm part of the problem too, because I didn't go to this or I didn't go to that or I didn't go to this school board and I didn't speak up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I believe that you know we are under God's judgment and we have no promise here in America. Uh, Israel has a promise. Their their promise is they're going to be around till the end. But I don't believe that America has that same promise like Israel does. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where I'm at. And it doesn't mean to stop fighting. It actually means to start fighting, you know, to start getting involved. So, you know, I just want everybody that's listening, and including myself, I'm not preaching to other people, I'm talking to myself too, you know, we need to do more as far as getting involved and, and fighting back because, you know, we could be saved, like Nineveh was saved, but it's going to take us as a nation of the majority of people who claim to be Christians uh, to actually do something, you know? Yeah. Stop just sitting by and, and being idle. Yeah, I mean, I don't know... Uh, I don't know if it's possible to, uh, yeah, reverse the collapse at this point. I mean, it's... Um, looking back into history, you see most empires, they get to this point... And sort of the only thing that uh, saves them a lot of times is like a new religion coming about. That's what happened with the Roman uh, collapse of the Roman Empire. You had the, you know, mass conversion to Christianity, and that helped, you know, keep its cohesiveness in the eastern half of the empire for at least a thousand years. But, uh, you know, even like Christianity at this point, Christians can't stop trying to destroy each other, you know. I mean, yeah, constantly on on Twitter, it's like there's all these right wingers. Ninety percent of what they talk about is it's it's Catholics talking crap about Anglicans and Anglicans talking about how dangerous Catholics are, and it's like uh, th- there's no unity there, right? There's no uh, there's no singular like thing that we can all get behind and go, okay, this guy, this this movement, this is what we're all supporting because you know half the people are going to claim that that guy's a uh, an agent or something and. We're we're just I think we're completely screwed at this point. It sucks, but uh, yeah, maybe just looking after your own uh, health and family and uh, and wellness is uh, sort of the only thing that we can do. Uh, the other thing you could do is, uh, well, I see, I just can't say it. Can't say what we what we have to do, and that's sort of the biggest frustration here. You got to read. Oh, books. I think we all know what you're thinking. So it's like go it goes unsaid, but. And here's another problem. This is a huge problem. January 6th people, right? Nobody's standing up for them. Where's our people at, right? Where's our Where's our, our rallies outside of the, the, the jail that they're in? Where's our... And I'm talking to myself, too. I'm not just, like, preaching to preach. Like, no, no, you're, you're right. You're, you're right. But there's also, people. you know, we have a Republican system for a reason, right? We elect representatives who are supposed to be there to use the power of the government in our defense. Where is a, I mean, you have Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, going to visit the jail once. Uh, and that's, it's basically it, right? Can you imagine what the Democrats would be doing if Donald Trump impaneled a committee to start arresting all the leaders of NGOs? that are overthrowing our country. It's more legitimate. They are actually committing crime, unlike the January 6th people. Would you imagine the outcry that would be coming from the Democrats? So, yeah, it's the Republican leadership. I want to thank all of you over the years who have supported InfoWars financially and with word of mouth and prayer. All the success that we've had together against the globalists and the fact that we're not caught flat-footed during their major takeover is because of you. Humanity has a real fighting chance. 
I just want to thank you all for buying products at InfoWarsStore.com, like books and films and supplements and water filtration, air filtration, so much more. But for those of you that want to actually give us a straight donation so we get almost 100% of the money to fund our operation during this critical time, go to InfoWarsStore.com, and right at the top, you'll see a link to make a straight donation, a one-time donation of $5, $10, $50, or a recurring donation you can cancel anytime. I want to thank all you that have donated. I want to encourage those of you out there that want to support freedom to take action now and be part of the global awakening, the new renaissance that's countering the Great Reset by going to InfoWarsStore.com and clicking on the donate button and giving today. Thank you so much for your support. Please take action. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. I was going to go to a video by Tucker Carlson talking about the arresting of Peter Navarro, or Navarro, the January 6th, completely outrageous overreach. Uh, but Marcus in Ohio has called in, and uh, we've been playing a fun game where it gives me conspiracy theories, and I rate them 1 to 10, 1 being, I believe, the official story, 10 being that uh, I think the I think the, the official story is completely wrong, and I'm fully in on the uh, alternative explanation. So Marcus in Ohio, five more. We've got four minutes. Go. Oh, hold on. Marcus in Ohio, guys. Yeah. Marcus in Ohio, you're on the air. Can you hear me now? I hear you now. Good deal. Good morning, sir. Uh, first off, I'd like to say I think you was kind of picking fun at the Bigfoot one yesterday, but I'm just doing this all for entertainment. All the real ones aren't even serious anymore. Right. They're like stuff you talk about. But anyway... How about, um, also, I pre-ranked these, what I think you're going to do. Oh. How about TWA Flight 800? Uh, yeah, that one I'm not even sure is a conspiracy anymore. I think that one is pretty well known. It was uh, not a, an accident, right? So, okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fat 10 on that one. I haven't done too much research, but the little that I've done, it's, like, not even a question. Yeah. Okay, I had you down for a 10. Yeah. How about thinking uh, of the Titanic? Uh, that one is a little more iffy, but I'd give it a six or a seven. I, I think I there's a seven. You had me down a seven. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, I'm a reasonable man, Marcus. So you can figure out how, what yes, I think sir. about these things. I like it. This one, um, I don't know. It's a little questionable. The, the government cares about its citizens. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, no, it doesn't. I, I don't even know if that's a conspiracy anymore. They're pretty open about despising America and everything it stands for. Um, and then uh, adrenochrome. Uh, you know, I'm. I don't know if adrenochrome is the right thing, but the fact that uh, the elite are literally vampires and have like blood boys that they take blood from and inject it into themselves is absolutely true. Their life extension technology is absolutely true, and they definitely have access to medical procedures that are horrific but give them an edge over uh, regular people. So I'd give that an eight. I'll go an eight on that one. Marcus? You mentioned adrenochrome. Suddenly your phone gets cut off. So I'm, I'm up to a 10 on that one. I was an eight about 14 seconds ago, but now Marcus is uh, no longer no longer uh, talking to us. Yep, and he's gone, and he's hung up, so we've lost the call there. So uh, while previously I was a, an 8 on Adrenochrome, now that that just happened, I'm a, I'm a big fat 10 on that one. <laughs> Very strange occurrences there. Sorry, Marcus. Uh, you can call back for um, any other suggestions you have. I think it's fun to remind ourselves of uh, the conspiracies 
of the past. I've actually been on a big JFK kick these days reading the book uh, Final Judgment by Michael Collins Piper. Uh, Really, really incredible uh, revelations in that book. That really ties everything together, and uh, I suggest you read it. But yeah, I've been been on a big kick of going back to uh, Waco and JFK and the uh, Murrah building in uh, Oklahoma City and sort of finding the lines that connect all of them. And they all go back to what I continue to say is like the most important document that InfoWars has probably ever uncovered, and yet there's almost no talk about That's the Eagle 2 documents that I've talked about many, many times on this show and have made a couple videos and reports about, and it's all up there and available on InfoWars.com, and it lays out the entire narrative of how the CIA and Deep State became a rogue agency that was then basically taken over entirely by the uh, French international intelligence agencies uh, that are controlled by the Rothschilds. And uh, they're the ones that kicked off the the drug uh, smuggling. They're the reason that all of the uh, veterans came back from Vietnam hooked on drugs. They're the reason that crack cocaine destroyed inner cities in the 1980s, the the Iran-Contra affair – the, the Mina affair with Bill Clinton and, uh, and Hillary Clinton. And, uh, you know, once you realize that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton are CIA assets and that Joe Biden is also a CIA asset and that, you know, the stuff they're carrying out now has been in the works for the last 30, 40 years, it all starts to come together. So I like revisiting these old conspiracies and reminding ourselves that what we're facing now is just the culmination of decades. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, you support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. It's the only support that we get. We don't have billionaires funding our organization. We only have the American people. And we make it easy for you to support us by giving you incredible products at mind-blowing prices right now. It's the Summer Super Sale. It's on, and you know I sort of forgot to um, point this out, but the Double Patriot Points is like a huge part of this uh, sale. You're, you're already getting 60% off some of our top-selling products, including uh, T-shirts at cost, like under $10 for some of the finest T-shirts you've ever seen. But also you're getting Double Patriot Points as if you were paying full price. So, you know, you can spend those later. So really it's just like deal upon deal upon deal, savings upon savings upon savings. What you, the money you save on this is, can then go towards saving money on your next product. It really is a fantastic time to go to InfoWarsStore.com. And I hope that you do so because I want to be on air talking about this stuff long into the future so we can continue to document the downfall of the American Republic and, you know, ideally the creation of... um, an American empire. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think we're going to go the way of uh, South Africa, and we're just going to slowly but surely collapse into uh, well, total criminality. That's what happens when you uh, become communist. I mean, it's really not that complicated. Let's go to Joe in Delaware. You better not be pretending to be Joe Biden. That's going <laughs> to that's going to make my day. Uh, thanks for calling in, Joe. You're on the air. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I do. Yeah, we're definitely in a different tax bracket, I can tell you that much, Harrison. <laughs> okay, yeah, but um, no, I think um, I think what we got in politics, Hollywood, the government, uh, 
is you, you have a bunch of 20 pound dogs with uh 40 pound mounts. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think personally, uh, part of the problem is, is that, um, I think the glue that holds, uh, Washington DC together is, uh, is marriage. And I think anybody with especially high government clearance should be made to testify they, they, they shouldn't be given immunity from spouses testifying against each other mm. um, because pretty much like the Bidens, the Clintons, they're, they're not husband and wife. They're, they're partners in crime. And, you know, they just use marriage as a front. Most of them have been married like six, seven times anyway. Right. And, um, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, I, I have a term for like, the January 6th commission and stuff like that. You know, I think of them as government made monsters and, you know, all throughout history, you, you guys know for, for a fact, I mean, anybody can, can uh, just look and see at some of the miscreants that the government has made throughout the years. But I want to say one thing. I know you guys are like really religious and everything, I've, or, or kind of, you know, and I've said this uh, on a couple other shows is um, I'm going to pose it as a question, but I saw it out in front of a church one day. You know what the uh, greatest bridge of all time was made of? Hmm. The greatest bridge of all time, two pieces of wood and three nails. Hmm. And there's a lot of truth to that, no matter how, if you're super religious or not. And um, uh, also, one other thing I wanted to say, uh, Harrison, I think they should pass a bill where from like 12 o'clock at night to 6 in the morning, there should be no speed limit on major highways. <laughs> I'm, I'm in favor of that. I'm not kidding. I think I thought of it one day and I'm like, you know what? Why not? It's a great idea. From 12, 12 midnight till 6 a.m. on major interstates, no speed limit. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think there should be speed limits, uh, period. Yeah, Germany doesn't have speed limits. Works out pretty well for them. Uh, right. Yeah, no, it's a, but, you well, know. Info war, Infowars is the best. And, and you know what? When I say a 10-pound dog with a 20-pound mouth, I'll tell you what, especially Alex, man, you can't say enough about him, man. He is just in the game, head first, uh, no holds barred. He has uh, good products and I'm kind of glad he started that uh, that that position where you can just straight donate money because now every once in a while I can donate money to Infowars. Well, we we so appreciate it uh, when you do. Obviously, that's that's what keeps us on air, and we uh, we we really can't say enough. And, and you know, a lot of people buy products uh, and just have like shelves full of products in their house. You can always just donate, folks. You don't you know it, it gives us right. you know bigger percentage of the money because we don't have to spend the money on the product itself. So. Uh, you know, if you're one of the people that's that's just buying lost product just so you can give us money, you can just you, you can just donate, man. That's what do you think about that, Harrison? About um, if you hold high government clearance in the government, that um, you know, you, you should not be immune from testifying against your spouse. I mean, that's part of the problem in this country is that you know these people like the Clintons, and a lot of people don't understand. The only re- Bill Clinton can cheat on you know. Hillary as many times as he wants, you know, but the fact of the matter is they'll never divorce because they know they'll be made to testify against each other and they'll end up killing each other. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a good thought. I just haven't thought about it much. I haven't thought about like the implications of what it would be. Uh, at first blush, well, it, it would, sounds like a good idea, but uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. No, well, I appreciate your, your call, Joe. I, I really do. Um, and it's really fantastic stuff, but I do want to get to some more calls here. We have Christian in Tennessee. I do want to say, you know, in part of just going back and looking at old uh, conspiracy theories, I was listening to a show from Alex Jones from must have been like 1997 or something. And it if you have some time, folks, just go back into like archive.org or just find some old interviews uh, that Alex Jones held or old shows that Alex Jones gave in like the 1990s. And he's sitting there going, I'm 24 years old. I'm sick of this. I don't know how much longer I can do this. Now it was 20 years ago. I mean, can you imagine what Alex Jones has been through and the uh, constitution that's been required for having to go through this stuff and calling it out since 1994? I mean, the, the interview I was listening to in 1994 was with uh, Bill Cooper. And, you know, they're talking about uh, you know, vaccines. They're talking about uh, chips under your skin. They're talking about pass, you know, sort of vaccine passport control type systems. I mean, the Alex Jones has had the New World Order pegged for the last 30 years, and yet he's survived and been able to uh, spread this message and awaken people for all that time and withstand the attacks against him since, you know, being arrested in 1995, opposing the uh, fingerprint scanners and uh, to get your driver's license. I mean, it's really incredible stuff going back in time. And look, he's like 23 years old in this video. It's, it's really incredible that he's had the Constitution that uh, he's been able to maintain. And yet people still think he's like not the real deal. It's like you can go back and watch him for 30 years, for hours a day, for 30 years, and people still think he's not the real deal. It's, a, it's insane, and, and most of our viewers get it and understand it and support us because of it, and we so appreciate it. Let's go to Christian in Tennessee. Says he knows how crazy it actually is. Thanks for calling in, Christian. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison, it's good to talk to you. Good to hear from you. Um, man, I just wanted to talk about, really, just, again, how crazy the world is. Really, I was, I know you like conspiracies, and uh, Elon Musk, you know, he's going around, you know, I don't know if you remember, but he established Starlink whenever they uh, invaded Ukraine. Yep. And uh, you know how they, they, they were already doing some crazy stuff over there. They had the, you know, bio labs and everything. Well, I was listening to a podcast, and it was a doctor that had on a uh, someone that claimed they were in the military, and they had some secret military base out there with aliens underneath the the ground of Ukraine, somewhere out in some desert area. And man, I just I just knew you'd probably want to look into it or something. Man, he's you know he's kind of in the shadows like that. He's you know Musk, and now he's saying he's going to pull out of Twitter maybe, and you know he's just. One of them guys. Again, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Elon Musk, Donald Trump, like, it's it's nice when people seem to get it. It's nice when people want to actually fight for our constitutional rights, but nobody is going to save us. Not a single person is going to save us. They have, you know, they have the pyramid established, right? You don't get to the top realms of our society uh, without capitulating to them, without being on their team. I mean, it took, it took them decades to institute this kind of thing. But, you know, it's like imagine uh, how sports teams f- always find all of the best athletes. Like you're not going to be the star athlete of your high school and not get noticed by colleges. They have recruitment teams out finding promising people and either bringing them into the fold or you destroy them if they don't. So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some 
Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force, it is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy, and the essential B vitamins, plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough to take on a marathon, good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age. We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new Kava Chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video. Back, folks, uh, a couple of your phone calls for going to some of these videos that I have that I think you'll be interested in hearing about. We've got Broken Lock in Tennessee. I want to talk about Ashley Babbitt in the Ashley Babbitt video. Thanks for calling in. Broken Lock, you're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Can you hear me all right? Yes, sir. Hey, good to talk to you. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, just wanted to plug a couple of things. X2 saved my life. Had some health problems earlier this year. And... Uh, Back on track, ready to be a patriot again. Oh, fantastic! Now the the uh, the Ashley Babbitt video. If you break that down a little bit, if you guys can bring it up, he's pointing the gun. You remember it came in as a uh, you can see it like the Roger Rabbit thing. He said you see the gun coming in. He's about six feet away. Mm-hmm. Then he moves up a little bit more, and now he's only three feet away. How unconfident in your shooting ability do you have to be to shoot an unarmed woman? Point blank range from three feet away. That's just a bad cop. That's a bad shot. And I think if they're going to do this primetime thing going on uh, with this J6 hearing and stuff like that, maybe they roll that video. Maybe they roll that to show just how bad they are at at, at trying to create some kind of conspiracy. Right. Uh, or, or, you know, the, it, it frustrates me to no end that, you know, we're. We're in a time where this this kind of thing this is is normal. This guy can go about his business mm-hmm. and he can go back to being a cop again. He left his he left his uh, his gun in the bathroom. He's been censured for all these sorts of things. And I just want to say, this is the kind of thing they can get away with. And if we don't wake up and realize this is not a conspiracy, this is this is the guy shooting an unarmed 
Air Force veteran. Yeah. And I, I really wish that people would see, like, if you can watch that video and see that he doesn't like the shot he originally had from six feet away, he's got to move up another three feet to get her good. Yeah. And that's that's well, of course, you know, he, horrifying. he had to make sure that uh, that he, you know, he got her at point blank range because, you know, directly behind her, you know, within arm's reach is a police officer. Right. So you didn't want to hit the other police officer that was directly behind her and within reach and could have easily, you know, reached out and grabbed her and stopped her from moving forward instead of, you know, murdering her on the spot. So, you know, he had to move exactly up close, right. not to hit the police officer that was there directly behind her, uh, not doing anything to stop her from going through the, the doorway. No, you're exactly right. It, 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 I mean, we're in this world where conspiracies are no longer necessary. Like they don't even like, you know, I sort of made the joke earlier about how the uh, very independent and completely unbiased uh, Department of Justice just happened to file charges against the Proud Boys on the eve of the January 6th committee having their hearings live on TV. And it's like, sure, there could be some sort of collusion between these two groups, or they can all just be working in concert without ever having to talk to one another. The January 6th committee says, hey, we're doing this you know, primetime broadcast on January or you know June 8th or whenever, and the uh, Department of Justice is like, okay, well, we'll file things, and they don't even have to talk to each other. They just all do it in concert. They all act in concert. They all cover things up for each other. So it's not even like we have to uncover this. I mean, can you imagine if we didn't have that video? It'd be like all this confusion about like, well, did she deserve to be shot? Did she not? There'd be speculation. We'd be saying, well, she was killed in cold blood. They'd be saying, you're a conspiracy theorist. That didn't actually happen. She was. She had a knife, and she was attacking the guy, and he was defending himself. But like, that's not even the case anymore. We have the video. We see the guy. He's like got got his hands on the gun, and you can see he takes one hand off the gun, right, to speak into his radio. Obviously, that's what right. that's what he does. So, right, so he he tells somebody, "All right, I'm about to kill her. I'm about to shoot her. About to shoot the the woman." And he gets the gun, moves up a little bit, murders her dead, and then he's uh, you know he's crying in an interview about how hard it's been since all of the hate has come at him for just murdering this poor woman, and it's just like you know it it's beyond the pale. It's it's like why I struggle to even talk about any of this stuff because it's like do we really need to do we really need to go into it do we really need to explain why it's bad that a police officer is murdering an unarmed woman in this time of where you know police misconduct is the greatest thing that we have to worry about for a year there were riots about police killings and cities were burned because of you know uh, unlawful police action uh, and then in this case you know he murders a 14 year air force veteran a lovely young woman and uh he celebrated and rewarded for it, and it's like if you can't, if you can't see through what's going on here. Like if you don't understand that the same people that are decrying police violence are the ones celebrating the police murdering their political opponents. Uh, there's nothing I can say that will convince you of what's going on. You're just you either get it or you don't, and most people. Don't I, get and, it. and you know what? We're, we we move past conspiracy theory. I love the fact that the guy calls in and says, "You know, rank your top ten conspiracies." But the thing is, we're not. In conspiracy land anymore, it's sitting right in front of us. Yeah, it's just fact. it's sitting right in front of it. It's just it is fact. I mean, uh, another Clinton advisor is uh, shot in the chest, shot himself in the chest, and hung himself with a cord from a tree in a county he's never been in before. Yeah, no one even bats an eye. They're like, oh, another Clinton advisor. How many people do you have in your social circle that have been murdered or suicided? I mean, after a while, and now we're just numb to it. Another Clinton right. advisor just gets just 
gets suicided, and in most unusual ways. That wasn't suicide. That was a message. He Is somehow it? shot himself with a shotgun in a tree in a county he's never been in. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm jumping around, but I'm saying that, that they're, they're not really using the foil of conspiracy anymore. They're just doing it. Right. Well, it's, and, and, and if we and, don't— and we, talked, and we talked about this when we talked about the Jim Jones cult at the, at the beginning of last year, the idea that this is a psychological move to make it obvious that you're lying— but then force the people underneath you to act like you're not lying. Like that's a psychological it's – it's a cult programming move that they use where they say things that they know to be untrue, that you know to be untrue, but put you in a position where you have to pretend that you think it's true. It's like a form of humiliation ritual to get you to uh, become more subservient to, to the leadership. So yeah, at this point – they're sending signals to people. They're, they're sending messages to people. They're going, yeah, we'll kill you, and then the media will cover it up, and the authorities won't investigate it, and your family will be left uh, you know, with questions, and, and they'll probably be told, hey, if you keep making a fuss about this, you're next. So it's, it's signals. It's messages to people. It's, uh, it's like when the mafia shoots somebody in the, in the eye, the Mo Green special, they call it, right? right. It's, it's a message to other people that might want to uh, come out and think that, you know, wow, this is America and I'm a whistleblower and I'll be protected because America believes in truth. No, the Clintons are there to tell you, no, we'll, we'll slit your throat. We'll hang you in your jail cell. We'll, uh, you know, shoot you with a shotgun in your chest while you're hanging from a tree. Then we'll leave and we'll take the shotgun. <laughs> There's not even a shotgun on the scene. And yet we'll call it a suicide and the media will then report it as if it's a suicide. And uh, yeah, they're letting yeah, everybody know they can get away with it. Yeah, and we're we're getting this from the the media. We're getting these key jingles. You know, you jingle keys for little kids to make them laugh. They're getting like, oh, look, the 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 Queen's Jubilee. Oh, the Johnny Depp trial. Everything's great over here. Isn't this fun? And meanwhile, like the, the, uh, 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 another just open threat to the American people just shows itself. Like, don't talk bad about the Clintons. Don't testify against them. Blam. And uh, you know. The, it's all kind of adding up, and it's super frightening for a lot of people. Yeah. I, I suggest everybody just hunker down because I think we think it's like every day we always say, uh, it can't get any worse than this. And it's gonna oh, it's going to get worse. Oh, it's going to get a hell of a lot worse. Well, thankfully, uh, and thanks for that call, Broken Lock, uh, the media has identified the real threat to America. They've identified it. They've figured it out. It's Christians. Christians are the ones that are the real problem. They've identified the, the big issue here, and it's that it's a Christian nationalist takeover of this country. Uh, we're going to look at the uh, composition. FreeWorldOutlet.com. That is a very important URL for InfoWars supporters that want to get great products and save massively. FreeWorldOutlet.com is an amazing organization that we have partnered with who is helping us purchase more product into the future so they can sell our products at a greater discount than you'll normally find at InfoWarsStore.com. FreeWorldOutlet.com is amazing. We're partnered with them. And things like DNA Force Plus that have been sold out at InfoWarsStore is available there. Things like X2 being sold at full price, 40% off at FreeWorldOutlet.com and so much more. Here's some of the others. Knockout Sleep Support, 50% off. Rainforce Plus, 50% off. Ultimate Rome Broth, 50% off. And so many other specials you won't find anywhere else but FreeWorldOutlet.com. FreeWorldOutlet.com and keep InfoWars in the air while getting great products. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Really a, a pretty shocking article from MSNBC. It came out last week. We haven't covered it as much as we should have on this show. It's really kind of astonishing that they can get away with this. You know, I've been reading a lot about the um, Byzantine Empire recently, and it's weird because back then, like back in the days of Diocletian, uh, the Roman emperor uh, who persecuted the Christians, uh, it backfired because everybody knew that Christians were decent people, right? It was like you had these neighbors who were Christians who were like, charitable and giving and kind and fair and you know just good people and then you saw the the roman soldiers come in and massacre them all and it didn't make you loyal to the romans you're like no those people were nice the christians are lovely people why are you doing this to them and it actually had a backlash and more people became christian and the the romans figured out okay we can't it's not working it's actually uh backfiring and you would think in a christian nation like america you would see something similar where the more people attack christians the more non-christians go well why are you bothering the christians they're good people they're decent they're kind you know they don't they don't hurt anybody what the hell what are you doing but it's like that's not the world that we live in anymore now you know this would be like you know the emperor persecutes christians and by like yeah get them to destroy them they're dangerous like it's it's weird. It's it's bizarre because we are a Christian nation. I just want America to be for Christians what Israel is for Jews. Is that so much to ask? Is that such an outrageous thing, right, to be explicitly a Christian nation? I don't know. It's Jews don't seem to you know, get a lot of crap for the way they control Israel. Muslims, Christians, they, they live there. They're not persecuted in Israel to too much of an extent. I mean, they are a little bit, but you know, that's acceptable, I guess. So why can't, why can't Christians have that, you know, in a, in a Christian country? That's a little bit weird. And then you get stories like this. And again, you're reminded that these people who claim to, oh my gosh, you're, you're oppressing this religious minority. Oh, you're, you, how dare you, you know, insult this religion or insult this ethnicity or race. This is the biggest problem in the world. It's only a problem when it's not Christians. When it's Christians, it's a good thing. And you're, and again, this isn't some, some rag. This isn't some like leftist anarchist outfit. That's like Christians are the real problems. You're like, yeah, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. This is MSNBC. This was like one of the most popular and largest news organizations in the country targeting and vilifying like the founding stock of this nation, the Christian founders of this nation. I mean, it really is insane. Here's what it says. It says, if you were at the center of a religious crusade, do you think you'd be able to detect it? Well, we are in the center of a religious crusade, and we do detect it, and we talk about it all the time, the spiritual overthrow of this Christian nation by religiously inspired anarchists, essentially. You know, people who despise Christianity and want to destroy it and are engaged in the subversion of our entire country and the takeover of our entire system for their own religious impetus like it's amazing they they have this image of in god we trust as if this is proving that 
that Christians are somehow in control of this? I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, he says, I ask because it's becoming increasingly clear that the United States is under siege by Christian fundamentalists and traditionalists. They're under siege. Okay. And then he points to uh, a text exchange from Virginia Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and Mark Meadows, uh, where Meadows texts Rob, uh, Thomas, this is a fight of good versus evil. And they're like outraged like that. They're like, oh, my God. Oh, no. The religious fundamentalists are going to kill us all. They think it's a fight of good versus evil. Again, it's just like ridiculous, outrageous, hysterical comments continuously from the left about how they're fighting good versus evil, about how anybody who opposes them is actually a Nazi who that's – you know, Hitler is their Satan. So you know, it's just uh, that type of language continuously from the left. When the right says it, it's, it's scary to them, okay? He says, we're witnessing an exposure of white Christian nationalism in this country like never before in history. And in recent years, we've heard some of the most anti-democratic and violent voices from that movement take a more prominent roles in their push for power. And it's all about power. That's what Christians are known for, their love of power, earthly power. Media, for its part, seems more equipped now than in years past to call out Christian nationalism for being the dangerous, theocratic belief system it is. On Sunday, the Associated Press published an article titled Christian Nationalism on the Rise in Some GOP Campaigns. The piece focused heavily on the Republican gubernatorial nominee in Pennsylvania, uh, Doug Mastriano, a state senator backed by former President Trump. During the campaign speech in April, Mastrano said that despite unsuccessfully challenging election results, we have the power of God with us. We have Jesus Christ that we're serving here, he added. He's guiding and directing our steps. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I'm so scared of Jesus. Who is scared of Jesus? Like, what the hell are they talking about? But, yeah, they go on to uh, talk about how dangerous all of these – Christian nationalists are, and the way that uh, MSNBC puts it is it's becoming increasingly clear the United States is under siege by Christian fundamentalists who they say are trying to uh, transform our country into their vision. Let me see if I can find the exact uh, the exact quote here. It's becoming increasingly obvious the state is under siege by Christian fundamentalists. They give us a, so this check, text exchange where People say, you know, the fight that we're waging is good versus evil. They say shows us a window into the conservative movement's religious push to remake America in its conservative Christian image. So this non-Christian, I guess, is rewriting history to claim that America is not a Christian nation as if it wasn't founded on Christian principles, as if it wasn't founded by Christians, as if it wasn't, you know, like the, the Christians fleeing religious persecution, coming to America to establish you know, Jerusalem on earth, they, you know, they, or heaven on earth. They wanted to establish a, you know, religious outpost here in the United States. That's what our foundation came from. I mean, it's just bizarre, right? It's especially bizarre when you have articles like this, America, the Jesuit Review, a look at Joe Biden's religiously and ethnically diverse cabinet nominees. They say if all the nominees and the president-elect uh, has chosen are confirmed, the cabinet, including the vice president, the heads of 15 executive departments and eight other key positions, will be the most racially and ethnically diverse ever. Among them are six African-Americans, four Hispanics, three Asian-Americans, one Native American. Half the nominees are women, the most ever nominated for a presidential cabinet. In terms of their religious background, the cabinet nominees are also diverse. Like the president-elect, the majority, at least eight, are Catholic, but five Jews have also been nominated, two black Baptists, and if the Surgeon General is included, often not, two Hindus. A handful of cabinet picks do not appear 
to identify with any religion. One group not represented, white evangelicals, the group most loyal to President Donald Trump. So, you know, in a country where 60% of the population is white, something like 60% of them are Christian, or maybe even more at this point, not a single one is in the, the presidential cabinet. You've got eight Catholics, five Jews, two Hindus, and a bunch of atheists, but not a single like white Protestant Christian in the cabinet of the, the ruling executive branch of our government. Uh, and it's so dangerous how Christians are, you know, just want basic representation in our government. It, like, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? The way, especially with the conversation about race, uh, the way that the Democrats are openly now, like Jennifer Rubin wrote the article that's like, now that we're decreasing the white majority in this country to a minority now we have to not have minority rule the worst thing ever is minority rule when a small group of white people is ruling over a larger group of of non-white people the minority should never rule it should be the majority except for right now because the white christians are the majority so first we have to reduce them to a minority and then we're against minority rule but right now the the minorities are are ruling and that's good because the Christian majority needs to be silenced and shut up and not allowed to rule. I mean, is any of this making sense to anybody else? Anybody else uh, a little bit confused at the threat of Christian nationalism in a Christian country? I mean, it's it's tr- truly bizarre. And to imagine this article being written about anybody except for Christians, it's unimaginable. It's unimaginable for MSNBC to like write an article about Jewish nationalism destroying this country because, you know, Jews invoke religious, you know, things when they talk about stuff. It's unimaginable. But Christians just get ready for persecution. It's here to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. The biggest sale of the historic year 2022 is here. It's our Memorial Day special that runs for one week, double Patriot points, and up to 60% off. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't stay on air without your support. Plus, these are amazing products, books, films, supplements, water filtration, air filtration, and so much more. So please visit InfoWarsStore.com today and take advantage of the biggest sales yet in 2022 and help us stay on air. Plus, boost your immune system with our Immune Boost Formula, 60% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And so many other products are at 40 to 60% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also call toll-free. Our great operators will answer all your questions and take your order over the phone, 888-253-3139. That's 888-253-3139. Thanks for being part of the Tip of the Spear. 
You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, going directly out to your phone calls now. We have Rich in Delaware. Wants to talk about the Buffalo shooting and what one of the victims was uh, famous for. Let's go to Rich in Delaware. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hey, how we doing, Harris? Good, thanks. Good, good. Appreciate all the work you guys do, man. Thank you. I'm down here in the truck driving around and listening to y'all and just understanding what's coming and what, what has happened. Just open my eyes to a lot of things. I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate you uh, tuning uh, in. Well, I'm just calling about, I was doing a little bit of research yesterday, announced, you know, some of the names of the people that got killed up there in Buffalo. And I'm this is probably old news. Some of the listeners probably already know about this. But the security guard was an apparent inventor. He had YouTube videos going back you know, six or seven years where he was developing a hydro car that ran on water. Right. And I just found that as a really strange coincidence that of all the places and of all the people in the world and, and like, this lunatic just happens to pick the place where this guy's doing his thing. Just, right. It's a weird coincidence, you know. And all these other people talking about conspiracy theories, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's strange, but, you know, it's, that's the way I think sometimes, you know. It's just too many coincidences. Yeah, that's I all I really want. I don't. Th- I don't think it's strange at all, and I think it's uh, pretty telling the fact that the uh, Buffalo shooting has sort of disappeared from the media as soon as it came out that he was actively in contact with not only the Uvalde shooter but uh, FBI agents uh, on on that Discord. Uh, security guard killed in Buffalo shooting, hailed as a hero. Yeah, I really haven't looked too much into the claims of uh, that he invented a water powered car, but uh, that's that's the rumor, and he he claims to have done it. And yeah, just very coincidental that uh he's the one shot in that tragic shooting but uh yeah thank you very much for that that call rich and uh just another strange coincidence and you know i really i don't know how much i can talk about it on air because i don't want to get in trouble because that's the point of all of this but i i've sort of mentioned like hinted at it a few times on the show But can anybody imagine what it would be like if the Uvalde shooting was not able to be questioned? Like, can you imagine if the people these days going, hey, what really what happened in Uvalde? Things aren't adding up. And everybody went, shut up. Listen to the official report. You are not allowed to speculate as to what happened. If you're like, well, but how do you get in? And there's like. He got in the way that we said he got in. Stop asking questions. All right. But why did it take so long? It didn't take long. We, we were very professional. We did it perfectly. We did everything right and stop looking into things and stop asking questions. Wouldn't that make you go, oh, okay, something's up here. Something is a little bit weird here. So I'm glad that we're at a time now that uh, people are, are not afraid to look at even tragic mass shootings and try to uncover what was really behind it and what the impetus was and who the person was and what their motivation may have been. And you're allowed to question these sorts of things. But don't you think it would make you much more suspicious if all of these little inconsistencies of Uvalde were then uh, just buried and covered up? And you weren't allowed to question. If you question it, you're a bad person. I don't know. Hopefully you get what I'm talking about here. Looks like we actually have some callers about uh, Uvalde. 
We'll go to Jimmy in just a second. Let's go first to uh, Dan in Wisconsin who wants to talk about January 6th. Thanks for calling in. Dan, you're on the air. Dan Harrison, in Wisconsin. Can you hear me? I hear you. Yeah. Harrison, can you hear me? I'm on, I'm on a wooden phone here. Yeah, that's fine. I hear you. Na- name's Dan, uh, Trapper Dan. Uh, I used to do mining deep down in the ground there and then hunting wild game. And now I'm a trap guy. And you were talking about January 6th, and that's, that's one big trap there. I thought mm-hmm. it was a big trap from the start. And people always forget about that Trump text when he said it was going to be wild. Yeah. I always wonder what he meant about that. You know, like he's the arbiter of wild. Um, right. Then, uh, you know, with, with uh, you know, that MTG and Ron Johnson, that's a big thing also connected to January 6th. Because we didn't support Ashley Babbitt. We need to support people now like MTG and Ron Johnson. No one talked about coronavirus like Ron Johnson there. He got original Johnsonville Brock. Yeah, and MTG, MTG, oh my gosh, she my favorite. <laughs> she my favorite so much. She looks like she only does an Amazon position. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, what do you all? What do you expect that's going to happen on this on this Thursday with this with this mock, uh, this mock uh, show trial? The they're show trial. Dodge Ashley Babbitt. They're just going to dodge Ashley Babbitt. Talking about Ashley Babbitt. You know, for, interesting. For Interestingly, I think I think you sort of uh, put your finger on the on the pulse there with your first statement. I think I think what happened in January 6th is that you had people in the Secret Service and in the Trump White House organizing this event to happen. I think they used Trump to do it. And I think they're going to take like what actually happened was behind the scenes. They were organizing to have this big clash to be able to say Trump incited people to be able to say that this was an attempt to overthrow the government. I think a big part of it was actually targeting Roger Stone and Alex Jones, but they were luckily uh, lucky enough to see through it. But I think it was all a big trap. Uh, and the way that they baited that trap was through Trump and said and went to Trump because there were multiple stop the steal rallies in Washington, D.C. previous to January 6th, right? There was the November one. There was one in December uh, led by Owen Troyer. The, we stopped the steel caravan that went across the South and only to arrive in uh, Washington, D.C. and hold a big peaceful protest. Like Trump didn't even mention those. He never even responded to those. But he did – he was the one that came out and said January 6th will be the day to come. Trump didn't come, that, come up with that himself. He was told by – you know, but people in the White House to tweet that out and to, uh, you know, bring people in, knowing that it would cause all of the big right wingers to follow his orders and come to Washington, D.C. to support him, uh, knowing that then they could round up all of the leaders of the big organizations that they despise, like the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and all these other and Infowars, right? They wanted to, to round up these leaders. And so they used Trump to bait the trap with it. And so I think what they're going to do is they're going to take aspects of that planning that took place behind the scenes that was actually planning to set up a trap to destroy Trump's uh, supporters. And they're going to try to frame that as if, see, the people in the White House were actually organizing this event. They were the ones behind the insurrection. It's a uh, it's a you know sort of double blind uh, reversal that they're going to pull here, and what I expect what I expect to happen. I mean, it feels a little bit like being in Houston and waiting for the hurricane to hit. Uh, except in this case, it's just going to be a hurricane of annoying lies, right? It's just we're just sitting here waiting. We know we can see on the weather radar that the the incoming uh, cyclone of bullcrap is bearing down on us, and by this time next week, or by this time three days from now. We'll hear nothing but the same talking points repeated over and over. This is going to be a big uh, 
I don't know, mind control operation, a, a big, how, how would I put it, like um, organizing effort, right? What they're going to do is they're going to have a big media show trial where they are distributing talking points. And that's sort of the point is they're going to be distributing talking points, talking points uh, for everybody on the left to then repeat ad nauseum until the midterm elections come. So uh, that that much is obvious as far as I'm concerned. Uh, thanks for the call, Dan. Uh, good luck on your on your trapping. Let's go to Jimmy in San Marcos, Texas, who wants to talk about the Uvalde shootings. Uh, Jimmy, you're on the air. Oh, thank you for taking my call, Harrison. Uh, you guys and the whole crew are uh, among my heroes these days. Uh, and I just wanted to call in uh, because yesterday I was watching the evening news. It was uh, ABC News with David Muir, and they had the purported interview with the teacher at the uh, at the school that was that that was shot up. And my spidey sense started ringing alarms like it had never done before. This guy did not seem like someone who got shot in the back point-blank range with an AR-15 two weeks ago. And then he's just on TV speaking normally. doesn't look like anything's wrong. Nothing rough in his voice from the collapsed lung of that two two three caliber bullet. Um, you know, I, I remember when Gage Grosskreutz got shot in the arm by Kyle Rittenhouse. I read that he had to have like 30 surgeries to save his arm. Right. And I feel like they they said this this teacher got shot in the back in the arm and then couldn't move and played dead for over an hour and something's just not adding up for me. Jeez. Uh, I, well, I haven't seen it, so I can't comment on it. But um, I guess we'll look into it. And thanks for letting uh, the people out there know. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So, so this was yesterday on ABC. Yes, yes, and it, it was on my phone that they're they're getting the interview out. They're, the lamestream media is trying to get it out there. And just and like I said, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a veteran, but but just something's not right. I mean, if somebody got shot in the back, I just don't think that they'd be speaking normally. You know, just un, you know, like there was nothing wrong with them. Uh, just two weeks later, for the cameras, I feel like he would still be in surgery or something. You know, that that's just my instinct. And, and the the hairs on the back of my neck stood up during this interview, and I was sort of called into action to call you guys today. So, like I said, uh, I, I appreciate all you guys. And uh, and uh, and we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. Well, thank, yeah, thank you for bringing that to our attention. Yeah, like I said, I hadn't seen that, so I can't really comment on it. But um, maybe more people will call in or maybe uh, we'll, we'll take a look at that and cover it later in the week. Uh, when we get back on the other side, I'm going to go to a video by Tucker Carlson talking about the outrageous activity of the January 6th committee. And more of your phone calls as we move into the third hour of the American Journal. The COVID-19 face diaper is a symbol of subservience. A symbol of slavery. A symbol of the chains that the medical tyranny combine controlled by the global private corporations has put in place. It is the symbol of the permanent emergency from which we will never emerge. It is the symbol that we are diseased and evil and bad and must cover our diseased criminal faces from the light of the sun. It is the symbol of our complete and total absolute surrender to evil. Ladies and gentlemen, we are crossing the Rubicon now. The entire future destiny of humanity is upon us. Klaus Schwab and the UN admit they're coming out with implantable microchips as part of the world ID and carbon taxes. Things only get worse from here if we submit. They only get better if we resist and say no. Non-compliance, non-compliance, non-compliance. 